more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about uh, the Major League Baseball season beginning tonight, or today actually. The Blue Jays play at 2 o'clock uh, this afternoon. Um, they have a pitch clock now, which means that uh, the pitchers and the batters all have to kind of be ready to go in like 20 seconds in between pitches. And it's sped uh, the games up during spring training like 26 minutes. So there's a lot of stuff happening in between pitches. Yeah, and they have like the catcher has buttons and then there's yeah. a speaker in the pitcher's hat. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the pitchers now are calling their own pitches, which yeah. I love. There's a lot going there's on. There's a ton going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's uh, the bottom line is it's speeding things up. So here's our question. What else uh, should maybe be uh, sped up, should have a clock on it, you know, just to make it go by faster? Um, maybe dentist appointments, you know? The wrap it up button. Yeah, maybe like if they, they get to get everything done in 15 minutes and whatever they don't get done <laughs> is just the way it goes. It sucks, but you kind of don't want that to be wrapped up. You don't I want, think like you any, want them to speed through that process? Like, I wish there was a small talk button, right? Okay. Where you could just All right. wrap up small talk. Like, you got 20 more seconds to yeah. tell me about the weather this week. <laughs> I feel like you're talking about me. Okay. Um, here's my take. And I've, again, I've, nobody, Matt's seen me. I'm a very, very patriotic person. I mean, I, I blew my sciatica once giving a... Some pilots, some military pilots, a standing ovation. I mean, I, it's true. I mean, I, I am all about this well, great nation. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing: when I watch a hockey game, the national anthems, typically the Canadian national anthem, especially down in the states. Okay, you, you, you. It's like San Jose. And they'll whoever sings the O Canada rips through it. It's like O Canada. They just get right through it. Then when they get to the Star Spangled Banner, they lay it out. It's like oh, say <laughs> can you see <laughs> Malibu? So, I think they should have a clock on that. But but th- then there's exceptions to the rule. I think they should get rid of the anthems altogether. Hot yeah. take. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need them. It's a sporting event. Right. Anyways. Yeah, okay. But uh, I think they should just speed them up for now, Matt. Like, let's just speed. They should be, get them under, done under two minutes. Unless it's the Super Bowl, right? Because if it's you get su- the Okay, your one pass is you get a hold of that sucker, you can go forever at the Super Bowl. If it's Whitney Houston or this guy, fine. You could you know, take your five minutes. With the performance of the national anthem. Eight-time Grammy Award winner, Chris Stapleton. It was beautiful. I got no problem with it for the Super Bowl. But if it's a Thursday night and it's like 8.52 and they still haven't dropped the puck... And, and they got the anthem singer just wailing away for like three minutes. What you need to be is the organ guy. Yeah. And you start speeding them up with the cadence of the music. Yes, yes. That was Chris Stapleton nailed it. it but it's like, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Great job. But like, yeah. we're all here for the game, not the anthem. Yeah. Well, for the Super Bowl, you kind of are. But I could listen to him sing all day. Yeah, but not the anthem. Nope. Give me another Chris Tableson song. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, Major League Baseball starting today, and they have a pitch clock now, which is speeding up the game. We're wondering what kind of uh, clock uh, should be involved in something in your world to speed it up. 
Speed up the pastor's sermon, says a texter. And 780-421-1039. Yada, yada, yada. You're saved. Everybody out the door. But you know what? In that pastor's defense, you got one, one, one shot at it once a week. And you just want to make sure yes, you know. It's Friday. He's typing it out. Yeah. This is straight fire. No cap. It's bussing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he wants to. He's been waiting all week to share it with you. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Any retail interactions? I deal with hundreds of people a day. Please just get to the point. I think sales people should have a time clock. If you can't sell me something in two minutes, then it's uh, time to keep walking. That was, yeah. That's what they say. That sales pitch, right? The elevator pitch. You, you basically, you're, you, you know, you want to be able to to give that pitch in the length of time it would be to ride in an elevator with somebody. And also, mm. after you made the sale, mm. shut up, mm. right? Like I'm going to buy this, and they're like, "Oh, it's a great decision. It's got the, like <laughs> you made it. Just show me to the till." Our interaction as human beings is done. Yeah. <laughs> Next interaction is going to be my just, visa touching the interaction machine. Why do you not like people being friendly? That's a friendly thing to do. To an extent. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, great, bye. And then let's talk about something else. But, like, stop selling me the item. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, There's a reason why Amazon's the biggest company in the world. Yeah, because it's no BS. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's full of BS. Yeah. <laughs> Different kind. Drive throughs need time clocks. Um, they have them on the inside. They We've, do. I mean, they like do. They We've t- seen it. Yeah. They're they're trying to get you the food as fast as humanly possible. Exactly. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Sherry and Darlene are battling it out for those Lee Bryce tickets today. Lee Bryce will be at Rogers Place on April 14th, and one of you is going to be there. How does that sound, ladies? Perfect. Okay, okay, we're going to give you some uh, questions here, and the first one to get an answer, of course, is going to get the point. The first one of three points out of uh, the best of five is going to win. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Something associated with birthdays that starts with a letter G. Gift. Correct. Was that Darlene? That was Darlene. It was. Yeah. That was Darlene. Okay, Sherry, now you know what you're in for here, okay? Yep. Something in your desk drawer that starts with the letter N. Nail cutter. Yeah, who's that? Darlene. Okay. All right, Sherry. As we say all the time, we've seen many people come back from an O2 deficit, okay? Yep. All right. Something sweet that starts with the letter M. M and M. Good job. <laughs> the streets are running with Sherry's blood. <laughs> Darlene, what a performance. <laughs> All right, you're going to Lee Bryce. Uh, Sherry, you keep trying because I know you've got some answers in you because you didn't give any today. Yeah, thank you. All right, good luck. Are you- you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Kiss and Love Court. Send us your scenarios, and we'll let the listeners decide for you. They're the judge and jury, just like this texter who wants to be anonymous for obvious reasons. Hey, guys, I'm sick of waiting for my boyfriend. We've been together for a decade now. We're both in our 30s, have good jobs, own a house, yet I still haven't got my rock. I've made it clear that I would like to get married at some point, and he agreed, yet here we are. My question is, is it time for an ultimatum? Do I put something on the line if he doesn't do it soon? No more laundry, if you know what I mean? Do I no more do I pawn off his golf clubs? <laughs> do I or do I just suck it up and hope it comes soon? I refuse to propose to him, by the way. Help, what do I do? You take a step back and you look at the bigger picture. Okay. That's what Matt likes to do. 
the bigger picture. Here we go. We're stepping back and realizing that your lives are so intertwined as they are right now. Right. What does a marriage change anything? Right. Right? Are you happy? Do you like this person? It's just uh, enjoy the ride, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a traditionalist, as you know. <laughs> They're living together without being married. <laughs> Living in sin. No, not that part. That, I'm, I'm long past that part. But, but. You need a commitment to each other, and that's a wedding. <laughs> Is that how I sound? Yes. <laughs> Is that how I sound? Yes, exactly. I, at a certain point, she, she made it clear that she wanted to get married, and it's like 10 years. Like, come on, get off the pot. He's... They're on the pot together. It's their pot. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't know if they're on the pot together. They let the, like it does not matter. It truly doesn't matter. If you're happy and it'll come, don't it, don't wait. I agree with you that it doesn't really make a difference. Like today or tomorrow, they they're married tomorrow. They're living together. They've got a house yeah. together. It doesn't really make a difference. But uh, you know, I, I think that. Uh, a commitment is a commitment, and marriage is a commitment. They, made a, they bought a house. That's a huge commitment. That's an enormous financial commitment. Yeah. That is almost more yeah. than a marriage itself. Yeah. Ask me how I know, because we bought a house before we were married. Right, right. Tamara says, yeah. this is a case of if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. Oh, snap. Bringing the heat early, Tamara. Yeah. Well, like, if the guy wasn't invested, he'd be gone, right? You think, like, okay, let's buy a house. He'd peace out. Okay. All right, another text. No, Matt, if one of them dies, there's no will. They aren't on the pot together. I don't know how that works from a legal perspective, but, you know. You take the stuff before the bank does, and you hide it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just what you want to do. <laughs> uh, let's, okay. okay. I don't know. I All feel right. like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. Yeah. It took my hubby eight years to propose. Uh, we had... Uh, we had two kids in life together. Ironically, after we got married, it took two years to change my name. Even with all the pressure for me to marry him, his view is I don't need a piece of paper to say I love you. Okay. Oh, turn that's, that into a song. That's fi- That's fine, right? But I don't know. I understand the commitment of a wedding. It's a union. It's a government checkmarked. It's also expensive. He's got to buy a ring. Yeah, exactly. Right? But I just, I don't know. After 10 years, I think, you know, Get her. It doesn't have to be a fancy ring. It doesn't have to be a fancy wedding. Just, I don't know. I just, but again, there's less and less people getting married. So uh, there's less and less people that think like I do, I guess. Right? Yeah. Obviously. You're old fashioned. Obviously. 780-421-1039. Uh, you can call or text us now. It's Kiss and Love Court. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What should she do? A couple of texts here. Back to back. Okay. Matt says, uh, earlier, Matt said, uh, it's just whatever. It's just no big deal. Don't worry about it. This first text says, I'm with Matt. A ring and a piece of paper doesn't change anything. Just a social statement. I only proposed to my fiance because she wanted it, but maybe this guy is waiting for the right moment or saving for a fat rock. Ten years ain't that long enough to save. So, okay. Uh, Yeah. Like You can still love somebody incredibly deeply without being married and have a good, successful life together. Matt is wrong, says the next texter. Marriage is the greatest commitment to another person, proclaiming in front of your community, family, friends, and God. That is what your partner is for life. No marriage marriage just means you're waiting around for the next best option. Not true. I think that's presumptuous. I think if it's... The thing is, this guy's got to weigh his options, too, because clearly it's very important to... This person. Right. Right. Okay. So maybe. There was another text. Matt, why did you get married if it's not that big a deal? Just wondering. 
Well, to me, it was a, it was something I wanted to do. For other people, it's not something. Right. Let people make their own choices. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Okay, I wanted to get married. My wife wanted to get married too. <laughs> Who wanted to get married more? <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> Here's the Red Claws and Jake Owen. It's called 11 Beers. You can call us or text us anytime. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 751. Basically, they've been together for 10 years. They uh, live together. They have a house together. But she is starting to get the, I want to get married itch. And she doesn't know exactly how to do this. She's just like... He said we'd get married. He promised we'd get married, but uh, no ring yet. So what's your take on it? Trevor says, good morning. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now that sounds like a guy right there. <laughs> hey, that, we're happy. That's not Trevorette. Yeah, that's no. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor drives a black Dodge Ram. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right. Uh, Justin says, regarding the marriage topic, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink. Okay, Love Court uh, should only get married if you want to. Don't let anyone pressure you into it. Also, I've known couples have been together for years. Life was great then. They got married and were divorced a few years later. Do what makes you happy. We only live once. I feel like I'm taking crazy pill, though. Because yeah. like, lots of people in the text line saying, well, you get rid of them. Yeah. Like, are you going to throw away yeah. a good relationship, your lives you built together just over a want to get marriage? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not saying get rid of him, but uh, you know, just sit down and talk to the guy. Well, I think she probably has. I would assume. I, pull, there's he, probably lots of hints, right? I don't know. My husband waited almost ten years to propose. He told me after that he wanted to make sure he had enough money put away that he couldn't. If he couldn't work for five years, we'd be okay. Okay. So he just he couldn't work for five years, he'd be okay. Yeah, how much has he got saved? <laughs> <laughs> that man's horny. Okay, uh, yeah, a lot of other uh, textures, as Matt says, just saying, you know, he's got to do it, he's got to blank or get off the pot here. So, I think he, he the consensus is, yeah, he's got to figure it out, and it's time for, to make sure he knows that, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's, uh, he sounds like he's happy with the way the situation is going. She's not, so you got to figure that out, right? Remember, men are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like we, we see what's in front of our faces. Right. He may not even know. Is that was that what you're saying? I'm, yeah. He, or he doesn't realize the severity of the issue. Right. That's it. Like, oh yeah, I'll get it one day. Yeah. And she's over there, like literally weeping. <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> Can't you? If you don't know, I'm not telling you. But, but. Okay, and he goes to play video games. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we just uh, can't give this one up today. Basically, uh, an anonymous person's been uh, with a man for 10 years, and uh, she's waiting patiently for the ring. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get married for sure, but uh, hasn't happened in 10 years, and uh, she was looking for advice. What should she do about the situation? Yes, Kylie? Um, it seems like a lot of the suggestions are like, Tell him he has to. <laughs> um, from experience, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> if you tell him that he's got to do it, nobody likes being told something that they have to do. For sure. So he won't. And another reason why he wouldn't, if he was told about it, or if you keep bringing it up, is that now he feels like you're expecting it or waiting for it, so it'll never be a surprise. Okay. I started bringing up a ring at six years, and I waited till eight. And conveniently enough, it's two years later. We still aren't married because I just haven't planned a wedding. <laughs> and I'm pregnant with this kid. You know, it's like, it's one of those things that once it happens, it, you kind of forget about it anyway. And 
I mean, it's just the thing that you think about because you don't have it, right? But yeah, at the end of the day, it's really not that important. Okay, so you waited patiently for the ring. You wanted the ring, and then now you haven't uh, gotten married. You got the ring, but you, yeah, it, it's, it's just it's just one of those things. You know what's yeah. better than a ring? Mm. You got a baby. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> He's yours forever in some capacity. Right, we could have got married two years ago after I got the ring, but I just simply haven't planned the wedding because at the end of the day, it's really actually not that important. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here is Luke Bryan. It's called Play It Again. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Jack away on maternity leave. It's eight thirteen. A lot of people away today because, uh, well, this week because of uh, a spring break. Of course, speaking of Luke Bryan, it makes me want a spring break. Down. Yeah, spring break. It's funny because Matt and I were talking about it off air a couple of days ago, and said we should talk about spring break memories. Like when you think about spring break, like what was the best spring break? Did you did you do one of those things where you went down to the states and got crazy, uh, or maybe it's just when you were a kid, you know, and uh, when spring break would happen, and uh, you know, what would happen when you were a kid? The spring break. I don't recall anything happening when I was a kid. I You're just... getting ready for seeding. <laughs> <laughs> there was farming to be done. There was cows calving. There was cows. I was pulling calves and. <laughs> <laughs> doing that kind of Tagging stuff. calves. <laughs> yeah, and castrating. Cast- I was putting the rings on the sheep's, you know what he's. <laughs> In the suburbs, Chris. Yes, what did We're you a little more do? classy. <laughs> we went down to Lake Louise and did some skiing. Oh, did you? Yes, quite. Oh, oh I remember going with Dad. That yeah. was the best. Yeah. Mom usually stayed home, though. She came one year. And it, there was a three, four-year streak where we went to, we stayed in Banff. Yeah. My sister. Yeah. Myself and dad. Okay. And we went. And it was great times. Yeah. My dad never had like proper ski wear. Right. So I think he wore coveralls. Yeah. Yeah. Like we talked about my dad. Right? <laughs> yeah, the Arctic Cat. Arctic Cat snowmobile suit. Yeah. I, he had this red jacket and these old snow pants. Yeah. And he just, no goggles. And his mustache would be blowing in the wind. Yeah. But he, like. And he spring re- skiing, he'd probably be burning like crazy. Like oh, sun, yeah. <laughs> he'd get the worst sunburn, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. All over his, I'd get the raccoon tan, right? <laughs> yeah. And he'd tell, like, regale us about tail about how he used to work in the Alps as a waiter and stuff like oh, is that. Is that true? It's true. Oh, really? Yeah, he traveled the world a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah, then we go and play in the pool and go to bed and do it all over again the next day. Okay. But when you got older, you never went for a crazy spring break party? No. I, first off, that's usually somebody who's like in university. <laughs> yeah. I was a dullard. <laughs> I never went to Radio uni- school. <laughs> yeah. I went to clown college, Chris. <laughs> Every day was spring break. <laughs> Sorry to all the kids in Nate right now. I'll take a radio and tell them. Oh, the, the course has improved dramatically since Matt <laughs> went, and I taught it. Yeah, 2010. <laughs> Much better. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite spring break memory? You got one? You know, when you were maybe a teenager or maybe when you're an adult or maybe when you were a kid like Matt going skiing. Um, that's perfect. Yeah. This is prime time for Canadian kids to go down to Disneyland. Oh, yeah. You see lots of those pictures. Yeah, yeah, they're all there. Magic Kingdom, happiest place on earth. I waited in line for a Tiro for an hour and a half. Yeah, happiest place on earth, but all you see is parents yelling and kids screaming. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That's right. There's Alan Jackson, the Chattahoochee. It's going to be a little while before we can water ski down the old North Saskatchewan. She's still frozen. Uh, she's still frozen, uh, but hopefully, well, hey, tomorrow's the last day of March, so we're going to get into April, and hopefully the weather will turn. Hopefully we've got some really nice weather by Easter, which is uh, just a couple weeks away.
kissing in the morning with Chris and uh, Matt. By the way, your chance to go to the Oiler game tonight. And 250 bucks coming up in moments. Hang on. We're talking about uh, uh, your spring break memories. Uh, a great text at 780-421-1039. I never went on any major trips, but my parents always took the week off to take us to our camp in northern Ontario and always brought lots of snacks that we'd never normally get when we went snowmobiling and ice fishing for the week. That's a great memory. Right That'd there. be awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. wonder what the snacks were that you normally didn't get. Maybe bugles? <laughs> the Bugles were a great... Once in a while snack? Yeah. If you had them like every week, you realize that bugles aren't very good. I think bugles are kind of like a Caesar. You, can only, you can't have too many Caesars. Yeah. You can't have too many bugles. You have 10 witch's fingers of bugles <laughs> and you move on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Oilers in action. Huge game against the Los Angeles Kings tonight. It's the battle for second place in the Pacific Division. After that big win in Vegas, here's the deal. You don't win today, by the way. We're going to be doing this again tomorrow at 8.30 for tickets for the game on Saturday when the Oilers take on the Ducks. So keep that in mind. But uh, we've got Dino from Wetaskiwino on the line. All right, here we go. So basically what's going to happen is uh, yeah, this is a low-budget radio show. We, we don't have uh, sound effects per se. So what you're going to do is uh, I'm going to tell the story of your day, and you're going to put the sound effects in, and you are going to go over the top with all the sound effects, my friend, for your chance to go to the game tonight. How does that sound? Okay, we'll give her a shot. I got in my truck and fired it up. <laughs> oh, she sounds like got a hammy. All right, she's got a hammy. A little late for work, so I ripped out of the driveway. <laughs> Cranked up Kissing Country, and my favorite song was on, so I started to sing it. Going down on a Chattahoochee. It <laughs> <laughs> must have been a cover. Strangely, my cat was with me and was in a cranky mood. <laughs> or was that your wife? Uh, as I drove along 75th Street, I needed to make a right turn onto Roper Road. I signaled real fast and made the right turn. Oh, no. The LRT was coming across, and I crashed into it. Like a cruise missile. Are you alone right now? Yes. I wish you weren't. <laughs> I, I wish you weren't. My wife is in the other room. She's yelling, what the hell are you doing? Okay. <laughs> the conductor said, no worries. You're the fourth person that hit us today, so let me carry on. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Elvis is driving the LRT. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work at the goat factory. Uh, goat factory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's definitely not a goat. <laughs> I guess it maybe it's a goat going through a, a saw. <laughs> Are you playing in goats there? <laughs> I went to the Oiler game after work and Connor McDavid scored a hat trick. That's it. A performance for the ages. <laughs> yes, you nailed it, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to the game, buddy. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, guys. Awesome. Kiss it in the morning with. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J A C K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.